You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM with Mankiran Ajla. Now, April is Sikh Heritage Month, and we're talking about a book called Untold Stories, The South Asian Pioneer Experience in BC. And we are now speaking to Karen Dosan. She's an author, marketing executive, film producer, and historian. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, before we get into this book, what made you want to explore this history and storytelling? Well, these stories are in my blood. Uh, I'm a descendant of pioneers of the Punjabi Sikh community in terms of the family I was born into, which is Johal, and the family I'm married into, which is the Desanges. So our family roots go back to 1906 and 1907, respectively, when our forefathers first you know, touched the soil of BC. And I didn't know any of this. I gathered a lot of this learning just through this process, right? So it's in my blood, but I felt it was my duty to not just to tell the stories of you know my own family, but also give voice to the Sikh migration path of Canada in general, of other families and many other early settler families that planted their roots at the turn of the century. So it started out as a project to document my own family history, but it became so much more than that. It's an act of service. And so, you know, it's really been a, a rewarding experience for me. And let's talk about the book, Untold Stories, The South Asian Pioneer Experience in BC. What exactly is it about? So the book is all was produced during the global pandemic and Untold Stories focuses on preserving the forgotten voices of the very first wave of South Asians who migrated from Punjab, India to Canada in the early 1900s. So I interviewed 32 multi-generational families. They all had something in common. They all had an ancestor who was part of that first wave that arrived between 1903 and 1908 was sort of that, you know, what's considered that the first wave. So I sat down with family elders who actually are the children of the first settlers. They're the children of the pioneers. And they had a firsthand account of what life was like for the first Sikhs to arrive in Canada. They have such strong recollections. And, you know, it it was really important to sit down and distill their oral histories. You know, these are the living libraries of our community. And it's such a shame if, if we don't sit down and ask them the questions. Otherwise, that history is lost, right? So this was really, you know, important to me. And, you know, it's really what the heart of the book Untold Stories is all about. And I want to get into that more. Like, what do we know about some of the first six in Canada? So listen, it was not easy. I did uncover some pretty dark times in our history. You know, a lot of things that I never learned in school. And I'm sure that you know, is echoed by others as well. So it was important for me not just to document the family account, but I needed to understand what was happening in history at that time, because it would help me understand what the impact was like on on the settlers, right? So when they would tell me Babaji came, you know, 1906, but Fiji didn't come until 10, 15 years later, I learned that that was because there was immigration bans and the government wasn't allowing the women and children to join their labor husbands. So it helped me truly understand the impact on the family and the human impact of some of the decisions that were made. So we know that between 1903 and 1908, the very first wave of settlers came from Punjab to Canada to fill labor jobs here, right? Jobs that maybe other non-minorities didn't want to do. Jobs in the mills, the railways, the farming industries. The early South Asian settlers were not assimilated into Canadian society. They lived where they worked. They lived in the bunkhouses and they on the mill site, essentially. And I, I also researched newspapers of the times and, you know, I noticed a really negative slant towards, you know, the arrival of, of the South Asians at that time. It was depicted as a, you know, quote unquote, invasion 
by local media. And all of this is, is documented in my book and film. And I've, you know, I've even included newspaper clippings to showcase, you know, just how negatively they were, they were portrayed. I mean, there was no welcome wagon to greet them, certainly. What was the process like compiling this? Because I imagine there must have been times where maybe you were looking to fill in the gaps of certain things. Do you ever undergo any like roadblocks as you're putting this together? You know, I, I would say roadblocks, but I would say it really did have a, an emotional impact on me. And, you know, oftentimes when I talk about this, you know, if you look closely, you'll see some tears in my eyes because I, I guess I didn't truly understand how difficult it was for the first that laid the foundation for us, right, to rise. And I talked about immigration bans, 1908. The government of Canada enacted a, a law called the Continuous Journey Regulation, which actually prohibited the entry of those who did not travel by continuous passage. So effectively, it was a policy of exclusion because ships did not come directly from India at that time. So it was really meant to halt the migration of more people from, from India to come to Canada. And then 1908, the B.C. government passed a discriminatory law that prevented South Asians from voting, which impacted their federal voting rights as well. They were allowed to serve as soldiers to defend the Commonwealth. They were allowed to work here, but they did not have basic citizens' rights in those times. So, you know, I uncovered and I found a lot of heroes of our community, unsung heroes that, you know, we never hear about or we never learned about. You know, people like activists like Arjun Singh Rendawa and many others who rallied, they mobilized and they fought for their right to vote. They traveled to Victoria, to Ottawa to lobby the government for change. They even traveled to Stockton, California to visit the early state community there. And they shared information with each other and they, because they were dealing with the same racial injustice. So, you know, people like Arjun Singh Rendawa, people like Mahinder Singh Beedle, together they were successful and Mahinder Singh Beedle would cast the first vote. He'd be the first person of South Asian descent to cast a vote in Canada in 1947. So that was not that long ago. You know, and my father-in-law, mother-in-law, they still have the citizen, you know, citizenship papers of our grandfather and grandmother Narayan Singh and Mahapur Desange. These are treasured artifacts in our family because they know how hard our people fought for their right to vote and for their right of citizenship. And to see those papers marked, you know, 1947, it is not lost on me and it shouldn't be lost on any of us. And my my son recently voted in in the election and I reminded him of, you know, listen, don't take your your rights for granted because our people fought very hard for us to to have them. True, it, it is a reminder. And, you know, it got me thinking, Karen, as I was reading about this too, you know, growing up, oftentimes when we study history, it tends to be very Eurocentric. We focus on certain people from certain groups. But do you find nowadays, are we becoming aware of other Canadians' experiences? I think we're getting a lot better. And I would say the change and the shift has come in the you know, past 10, 15 years. I mean, hey, Historic Canada just released a Heritage Minute, which features the immigrant experience of Bishan Gore, who is the wife of Maya Singh, who, who formed the small town of Baldi, BC. You know, I grew up watching these Heritage Minutes, and they never focused on the Punjabi community. And th- in fact, this is the first time in 2023 that they have recorded a Heritage Minute in Punjabi. So when I saw that, it actually brought me to tears, because I think it really beautifully portrays 
you know, not just the Punjabi immigrant experience, but the immigrant experience of the women of the pioneer corps and how they must have felt, you know, coming here to this new country, having to leave behind all their beautiful, you know, Indian customary clothing and to really assimilate, start to wear dresses. And, you know, it was a culture shock for them. And uh, my, my friend Nani Sandhu beautifully portrays Bishop Gore in it. And uh, if you haven't seen the Heritage Minute, please do check it out. It's beautiful. I've also written extensively about many other Baldi families, including Arjun Singh Randawa and the Leap Border Randawa in Untold Stories. So if you're interested in that, if you saw the Heritage Minute and you're inspired, you know, my book really, you know, drills down on what life was like for them in this community that became just this burgeoning multicultural community that brought together not just, you know, the Punjabi migrants, but also the Japanese and the Chinese and, and how they work together to survive and thrive. And, and they really, you know, rallied together because they were all facing the same level of discrimination from Canadian society at that time. Yeah, and I'm really glad you touched on that Heritage Minute, too, because I myself seeing it, too, I thought to myself, wow, I've never seen myself in one of these minutes. And I, that, to me, is just a sign of the changing times and how we're finally starting to tell other Canadian people's stories. Now, up next, I do want to ask you, too, like, how has your research, you know, inspired our BC curriculum? Because I will say I've definitely noticed there's a conversation, and especially what we're learning in schools and learning about different communities and groups and their histories. Are you seeing improvements in that area? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not enough to go out and write a book that just sits and gathers dust, right? So I'm really proud to say that Untold Stories is now being taught as part of the Surrey School curriculum. And that's thanks to dedicated teachers, right? Like Gurpreet Corbains and Annie Ohana and many, many others who are leveraging this content. They were, they were hungry for this content. There's such so few books about the early Sikh settler experience that they were just waiting for it. And, you know, Surrey Schools is really leading the way in this area. And I, I believe that if history is not taught, it's just lost. So, you know, that is what makes this project a legacy for me. I, I get pictures from Surrey School teachers, especially around Sikh Heritage Month. They will send me pictures and show me how they've showcased my book along with others and how they're using the book. And that's really touching to me. I think for me, that was the whole point. And, you know, I see the Vaisakhi celebrations in schools now, right? And, you know, we all get to celebrate as part of the community proudly at the Nagarkitans that are back in the community. And, and that's wonderful. We get to celebrate our cultures and our pride quite vibrantly, you know, but it is important for us to remember and reflect that Canada wasn't always a welcoming place for ethnic minorities. And, you know, our forefathers and foremothers, they were dealing with unjust laws. They were dealing with race riots. They're dealing with rampant discrimination. So for our youth today, it's important that we don't take this for granted. They use their right to vote. They are, take pride in their right to celebrate their cultures and take time to learn about these stories of our, the origin stories of our people in Canada and gain a stronger sense of identity and belonging and pride in your community. I think it's I think it's really important. So education is really critical to all, bringing this history to life. So true. Now, Karen, I've got a million questions for you, but unfortunately, time is our enemy here. But now I just want to briefly ask you, you have a documentary that will be screened at the Sick Lens Film Festival in the fall. How are you feeling about that? I'm so excited. So, you know, there was such an incredible global response to my book. 
that I partner with Seek Lens in the U.S. to bring the book to life in the form of a documentary film, which premieres on September 9th in B.C. as part of the inaugural Seek Lens Film Festival in Canada. So it was filmed in B.C. and I interviewed everybody from the grandson of a passenger on the ill-fated Kamagatamaru steamship. And he has recollections of how his grandfather felt and how his grandfather actually never came back to Canada because of his you know, his feelings of how the people were treated on that ship. I interviewed elders in our community. I interviewed Ujil Dasanj, who's the first premier of Punjabi descent, who talks about, you know, his own experience um, in, you know, raising to the ranks. And I also was recently invited by the government of Canada to actually premiere this film in India and to speak to students there. So it was really just an amazing moment to come full circle and bring these stories back to, to where they started. And I visited Punjab and, and even had a chance to donate my books to the Golden Temple Library as a, as a, as a resource there, which was the highest honor for me. So this whole process, it has been a personal journey, but as much it has been a love letter to the pioneers who laid the foundation for Godwara's they laid the foundation for our community. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, I work in tech. I'm a woman who works in tech. Very, still very few, you know, minority women in, in leadership roles in, in my workplace. So every time I enter a room, every time I enter a space, I often think about those who came before me who didn't have the same opportunities as me. And I'm very grateful for the privilege that I have. And I, I bring my ancestors with me. Everywhere I go, it's something that's um, in my heart. It is something that has fueled a lot of the work that I do. And I hope people, when they, they listen, they hear me and they, they read the book and they watch the film, they feel that same inspiration, that same gratitude for those that didn't have it as easy as we have today. Karen, you are a very inspiring woman. I wish I could talk to you longer, so we're going to have to bring you back on the show. But congratulations on this book, and we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. You take care. Thank you so much for having me. We just spoke to Karen Dosanj, author, marketing executive, film producer, and historian, about her book called Untold Stories, The South Asian Pioneer Experience in BC. And if you want to follow her journey, be sure to give her a follow on Twitter. It's Karen Dosanj PR. The handle is Dosanj P with a lowercase r. And if you want to get digital copies of that book, be sure to check out www.karendosanj.com. Stay with us here on Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz.